monitor some. Good morning. I'm Sabrina, if you don't know me. And, um, well, I'm Sabrina even if you do know me, actually, <laughs> technically. Isn't that silly how we say that? If you don't know me, whatever. Um, sorry, I'm distracting myself right from the start. So we had a conversation the other morning, Keith and Dwayne and I, about how much we miss being able to like really focus on our kids. Because you guys, if you're under the age of 18, you're super important to us at LifePath. And um, it's been harder to make that obvious with all of the stuff going on with Corona. So this morning, um, we respect and thank you for the fact that if you are under 18, you have kind of plowed through some teachings that were more directed at, at a, an adult kind of mindset. And this morning, the teaching is more directed at a younger than 18-year-old mindset. And I think we're going to be blown away by how much the older, more mature folks can actually get out of this too. Okay, so hopefully you are going to help me out with a little bit of a talk back as we go on. And if you saw on your way in, uh, whoops, there were cups out there with little squiggly things hanging from them. Did you guys get a cup? If you did not get a cup and you want to get a cup, you can go back out to the table where the bags are and get a cup. Now, I'm going to do a little demo here of what you're going to do with the cup. You're not going to start it quite yet. I'll tell you when but I'm going to demo it now, all right? So if you sit, you can hold the cup like between your knees, right? And now you can put tension on the three strings. If you know how to braid, you're going to braid. If you don't know how to braid, I'm going to teach you, all right? Three-strand braid, very simple. You're going to hold the orange in your right hand and the green and the yellow are going to be off to the left side, all right? You're going to cross the yellow over the green, then you're going to cross the pink, wait, I said yellow. You have, what colors do you have? Green, yellow, and orange. Oh, my. Yellow over green, then orange over yellow. Got it? Now green back over orange. And you're just going to keep crossing the outside over the middle, and it, the middle's going to keep moving, okay? If it doesn't work and it's not working for you, tie knots right? Just shoelaces over and over again and tie all the colors together until you get this long thingy that you can later use as a keychain or whatever you want, okay? All right, so I'm going to tell you when to start braiding or to start knotting. And if you're a grown-up and you really want a cup, you can come up and take mine, okay? I'll share. All right. Before you braid, you need your hands for something else. Two fingers up on your right hand, please, everybody. Short, tall, old, young, all of you. Come on. Thank you. Everybody at home needs to put their two fingers up on their right hand, too. Okay. All right. Left hand out, wrist up, like that. Take your pulse. Put your two fingers on there. Can you feel your blood pumping through your veins? You might have to, like, wiggle your fingers around a little bit to find the sweet spot. Just the right amount of pressure. And suddenly you realize, ooh, I feel my heartbeat in my fingertips. Did you find your pulse? Yes, no? Help me out. Did anybody find their pulse or are you all dead? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I feel better now. Good. Okay. Now, just could you just stop your pulse for a minute? Just stop. Stop your pulse. Just for a minute. Just not for long. Just stop it. 
Is that a problem? Why is that a problem? <laughs> okay, never mind. Forget that. Forget it. Put your hands down. Um, breathing. Is anybody breathing in the room? I can't tell because you're wearing masks. So is anybody breathing? Okay, just stop for a minute. We'll see how long it can go on. You can hold your breath for a while, but eventually <laughs> you're probably going to start again, yes? All right. Now we're going we're gonna to meet Sabrina's amazing drawing skills. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm so not artistic. See, if you can, Sarai, tell me if you can guess what this is. A heart! I did it! It's a heart. It's a heart. Okay, now, what might those be? If you think really abstractly. Okay, they're lungs. There we go. Heart and lungs, right? So we were, we were feeling our heartbeat when you were feeling your pulse. And I asked you to stop it, but you kind of couldn't, right? Because it beats. And that's your blood pumping through the heart, through your body, right? Your heart keeps pumping, 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 and it moves the blood through. Now, there's also that whole hold your breath thing, which you can do for a while, but not forever. So, that's the blood getting oxygenated in the lungs, right? Now it's got oxygen and it can pump all through your body until it comes back into the heart. So, I want you to choose this morning. You get to do one, but only one. You can either have your heart pump or you can breathe with your lungs. So, which would you like to choose? I think that it's really asking a lot to say you need both of them. Don't you think you're being unreasonable? You know, I think she's exactly right. I think we've got to have both. We've got to have the heart pumping, and we've got to have the lungs giving oxygen. Otherwise, the blood that's going through our body is not really going to help us. Now, technically speaking, we could stop your heart. In fact, there is a machine that, that can do this. There's even CPR that can do this, right? Temporarily, something external, something outside your body can squeeze your heart and make it keep pumping. It can be done, right? You've all seen it on TV, right? Pump, 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 breathe. Pump, 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 breathe. They've got to do both, though, to, to keep life in a body. They've got to have that heart pumping, and they've got to have oxygen going into that blood. Without it, you have, uh, well, it's kind of life for a little while, but if you're missing either one, you're not, like, alive, right? They've both got to be working together if you're actually going to have a body that is working and full of life. But neither one is the life, right? Is it just your heart? If it were just your heart that gives you life, you wouldn't need your lungs, you need your lungs, for sure. But if it was just your lungs that give you life, you wouldn't need your heart. You gotta have both. Sophie called it. You gotta have both. Now you get to start braiding or tying knots. And I want you to tie them tight or braid them tight and make that, that little keychain thing with your three strings. All right? So while we're looking at a scripture, we are going to braid or tie knots. And there's our scripture. So the book of James, we've been looking at the book of James recently, and it's a really practical book, which is one of the things that I have always loved about it. I know what to do with it when I read James. 
Some sections of the Bible I read and then I think, I'm really going to have to pray before I figure out what I do with that. You know, there are sections of Leviticus that are a bit puzzling. James is very straightforward. And this passage is actually one of the less straightforward passages in some ways. It says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Deeds, stuff you do, right? Works, things that happen that you actually do. Can such a faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and, and uh, be well fed, and they don't do anything about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Well, show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. Now, I've actually found this passage to be puzzling for much of my life because, like, the Scripture's really clear that our, our salvation, our life, everything is in Jesus, right? Jesus provides that to us in his grace. He saves us. He gives us life, life eternal. He gives us the opportunity to live in ways that, that, um, that have eternal impact, Right? Good stuff that's not just for the moment, but that actually matters in the huge way beyond us sense. And yet this passage also says you, you've got to do something. You've got to do works. You've got to have deeds. And that kind of feels clunky and awkward. Um, is, it, is it all done in Jesus? Like, is he the source of that? Or is some of it kind of up to, I've got to do it right. I've got to make sure I do it right. And there's been a, a lot of people who spend all of their lives following Jesus, but also feeling a tremendous pressure to, I've got to get it right. If I do stuff wrong, then my, my faith in him is, is worthless. It's pointless. It's not cutting it. So maybe I'm not, oh, maybe I'm not doing stuff right. And there's this fear and this pressure. Now, when your parents tell you to do something, clean the bathroom, whatever, feed the dog, um, you need to do it. That's obedience. And if you don't do it, well, you were being disobedient. But it doesn't like, mean that your parent is not your parent anymore. It doesn't mean your parent doesn't love you anymore because you failed to feed the dog. You know? So we, we, we kind of get this idea that, well, God could still love us even if we like, mess up and don't do the right things sometimes, skip the stuff that we should do. But still, how much of my life, my life in Jesus, how much of that depends on what I do? Because this verse sounds like it's really important what you do and not just what you believe. I'm going to tie this back to our heart and our lungs. Let's say that our heart deals with faith, whatever faith exactly means. It's like beliefs. It's what we know is true, even though we couldn't necessarily prove it, but we just, we just know it's true. So we need that. We need to believe that Jesus is the source of life for us, that, that he's provided everything for us, in his own life, in his own sacrifice, in, in um, his own promise to be with us always. But at the same time, we've got these lungs that are, that are bringing oxygen in and moving it through, and both things are working together. Neither one of those is the life, though. The life is something separate. Um, we can understand things about how our body works. I know a little bit 
I know I should eat right, I know I should exercise, I know I need rest, whatever. But I don't know nearly as much as a doctor does. Um, a doctor doesn't know nearly as much as God does, because God created my body. So I'm always growing in what I believe. Maybe eventually I could even become a doctor if I learn enough. I'm going to know that much more. I'm going to understand that much more. I'm going to believe that it's going to work the way it should because I've seen it and I understand it. So we grow in our faith, in what's in our heart. We grow in our understanding. But that understanding doesn't have to be perfect because um, we're, not, we're not there yet. We're still learning. We're still growing. There's more coming all the time. So our belief, our faith, it's limited by how much we understand thus far. So our works end up being limited too, right? We do as much as we understand to do. We don't do it perfectly, but that's not where our salvation is. That's not where our life is. That life is in Jesus who says, I'm covering all of it. I'm doing it in you. I'm doing it through you. I did it for you. All of it rests in me. You are growing in understanding and your works are growing out of that. And both of those pieces together, they show the life that's pumping through your body. Um, okay, you guys are done with your braids, right? Hold them up. Anybody got a braid or a string of knots? Beautiful, 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 beautiful. All right, um, so what color is your braid? What color is it? No, a, a green, yellow, orange, what color is it? Just one. What color is it? Brown. Okay. Why, why is it not easy to tell me what color it is? Green and yellow and orange, they're all there, right? So if we take one of them out, well, you're not going to have a three-strand braid anymore, are you? If you pull one out, it's no longer a braid, right? Okay, same thing here. I've got, a, I've got a pot holder I've been working on. You guys know these little looms, right? Okay, so I've got my purple going this way. I've got my pink going this way. So what color is my pot holder? It's pink and purple, right? It can't just be one. If I say, oh, I just want it to be pink, I'm going to take off all the purples and pull them out. Am I still going to have a pot holder? No, because the moment I start popping these off, things start falling apart, right? If I pull them out, next thing you know, everything gets loose and I've just got loops. I got to have the pink. I got to have the purple. Neither one by itself is the pot holder. But if they're both there together, all intertwined, then I've got something that I can use. Then I've got something with a purpose. I can pick up hot stuff and not burn my fingertips off. It's a potholder, right? My life with Jesus needs to have pink and purple in it, all woven together. It needs to be like your braids. It needs to have yellow, green, and orange all together in order to be a braid. It needs to have faith, belief. It needs to have works, deeds, all woven together. When I am following Jesus, I am not just believing all the right things with my mind. I'm not even just feeling all the right feels with my emotions. I'm also not just doing all the right stuff, going out and serving and giving and being kind. I'm doing all of it intertwined. That's this whole thing of, Faith and deeds. 
Faith and works woven together. That's what a life following Jesus looks like. In really practical terms, here are four things that that's going to mean. Okay? Scripture talks about fruit of the Spirit. It talks about when, when the Spirit of Jesus is, is giving us life, there are things that come from that because they come from him like love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. And we did, a couple months ago, we did a, um, a imaginative prayer time, a med- meditative space, contemplative time, where we, we, we thought on those things. We said, okay, God's giving me joy. And I can share joy with others. I can bring about joy in other people's lives because it's coming into me from God and I can send it right back out to others. God's giving me peace when I'm stressed. I can help other people around me be more peaceful. God's gentle with me. I can be gentle with my little brother who's driving me up the wall, right? We bring these, these things come into us because Jesus is giving them to us and we're able to send them right out to others. That's faith and works working together. That's your heart and lungs working together. That's the pink and the purple working together to be a pot holder, right? If by faith I know that God made us to be in a community, to be the body of Christ, he calls it, to not just be off by ourselves, doing life all alone, but to be connected to other people in love. If I know that by faith because I believe what the Bible says, then the way that that can come out of me is that I can do stuff to help you out. I can reach out and pray for you. I can offer to give you something that you need. I can be generous. I can serve. Those are all works. Those are deeds, but they're coming because of what I believe, that God said, no, I've made you to be connected to one another. I've made you to love one another. If I believe that that the Bible tells me that I can talk to God and communicate with him, and we call it praying, if I believe that, then I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to regularly ask God, How's this, how's this working out? How's my day going today? What are the things that I want to be focused on today, Lord? Because I, I want to, like, hear from you. I want to be guided by you. And, oh, um, and my friend is having a hard time. I'm going to pray for my friend because God says that I can do that. I can communicate with God. I can choose to act on it. And it means that the things that I do, the Bible tells me that the stuff that I do because of the spirit of Jesus working in me and loving others through me, that that stuff matters. It matters way more than right this second, even though it's nice right this second. It matters in some like bigger, longer, eternal sense that I don't even necessarily get. But it really, really matters. That gives me purpose. And so because I believe that, I'll go ahead and do things that I don't fully understand. I'll say, I don't really feel like doing this right now. This is a hassle but I believe that it actually matters because Jesus has said that he wants me to do things that are loving toward others, things that maybe cost me something sometimes. If we take either one of those things out, if we say, I'm not going to do stuff anymore, I just need to know that Jesus is Lord and Savior, that he's the Son of God, that he's King, I just, that's, that's, I just need to know it. You're missing half your potholder. And if I just go around doing good deeds all the time, doing nice stuff to be a good person, but I'm doing it just because I'm convinced that I have to make this stuff happen, I'm missing half my potholder. When those two things are woven together, 
all the time. That's when my life is flowing. That's when that life that comes only from Jesus is making my body full of energy, it's making my emotions full of love, patience, and all that good stuff. That's when it comes together, and that's when it can actually be something useful. So don't lose your pink or your purple. Don't lose your green or your orange or your yellow. You've all got to be there together for you to have life. All right? That's it. Short and sweet this morning. Oh, wait. Final. Here we go. This is a neat um, translation of that last verse from the message. You can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I can show you my faith apart from my works. Faith and works, works and faith fit together, hand in glove.